Three Watch Wine. Hey. This is Champagne. This is Treva. This is Lynn. And Raya. Special shout out to Renee Allen. Thank you for having us on your show. We had a ball. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing. So if you haven't checked us out on Renee Allen's show, look on WLVS. Yes. Yes. The show is on Wednesday nights at 7. Yes. We were on her show and we had so much fun. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) But yeah, thanks. Please have us again one time when you... um, are available. We loved it. Thank you. Gotta come back. So today we're going to be reviewing Fahrenheit 451, novel by Ray Bradbury, directed by Rainan Baharney. So what did you guys think of this book? You know, the book was written... When was the book written? 1953. The book was written in 1953. I just was not happy with that story. And I was thinking that maybe it was that I just couldn't relate to it because it was so old. But there were so many other books written in that time frame that I enjoyed. Mm -hmm. I didn't really enjoy the book. It was an interesting and sort of unique story as it relates to a dystopia and how how that was going to play out. But I just I didn't enjoy it. I didn't mind the book. I actually thought the book was interesting. It was long, but I felt like the book was interesting. It kept me interested, I should say. Yeah, I found it non-interesting and non- <laughs> I could not relate. And it lost me on several occasions. So. I do agree with Raya. I think that for its time, for 1953, Thanks, that book was, a, it was before its time. Not to us because, you know, it's 2019. Yeah. But at the same time, I think that for what the book was back then, that it was a great book. Thank you, Lynn. You're welcome. I got your back, homie. It was dumb. It was stupid. No, it was not. It was a pretty interesting story. But now I hear what you're saying because back then it would have seemed like it was just something so far-fetched and just out of this world. I mean, I think we are so used to those ideas. I mean, we had like Hunger Games, which will be coming eventually. Stay tuned. Uh, So And Handmaids and just so many other things. You're right. That we're used to it. Let's talk a little bit about the adaptation. Let's Which, look at the older 1966. Yes. The 1966 adaptation. What there, do you guys think about that one? And that actually stuck to the book. It was actually very good. It's just, you know, it was so old. It was like, you know, watching, I don't know, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. It was so old. But <laughs> like the Barbie dolls? And the yeah, dolls. it was straight Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Yeah. Graphics like, was horrible. You know, the train going around the track. It was, it was but the cute, graphics though. were good for 1966. Yeah, they True. were. They were. I mean, it was uh, 51 years ago. That's a lot. Horrible. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty dry, but I guess it's because of the time frame, but it really did stick to the story. It With did. the exception of the little girl, because he kept referring to her as a little girl in the book, and I just felt like she needed to be younger. Mm-hmm. True. That's that is true, right? But I did see the people as they were. Right. Like that's how I pictured them if I thought about you know the sixties. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Yeah, I didn't at first while I was watching it, but now that you bring that up, that's that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, but was did you all see the mechanical dog? No, there was no mechanical dog in there. It was just the people flying in the air. Can you really imagine them making a mechanical dog in nineteen sixty six? People buzzing in the air were like, um Yeah, that was high tech enough. <laughs> Let's stop pushing those boundaries and getting a mechanical what robot was that dog. With the apes 
Planet of the Apes? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't Planet of the Apes. It was like Lancelot. Like, I don't know. Remember there was Lancelot a scene Link. where he used to fly Lancelot a plane? Link. That's what that part of the movie reminded me of. Okay. So, yeah, the mechanical dog was not going to happen in 1966. Okay. Thank I was just wondering. I didn't think I, I was wondering if I missed it. Yeah, I, I was actually pleasantly surprised that they stuck to the um, book. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so that was 1966. Let's, let's move, move on, on to, to 2000. the 2018 version with Michael Hello, B. Michael. Jordan. So one of the things that I, when I was reading it, I'm not sure if I was right or wrong, but what I remember was the book was set in like 2022. Yes. Which of course is so real to us now. But I was excited to see how in the 2018 movie, how they were able to use that time gap because for you know the 1953 book that was written i wanted to see how they were going to play into the future and i feel that they still made things realistically real (laughs) um (laughs) for being 2022 but at the same time they added things that are tangibly possible in our lifetime to be futuristic like um how we already have alexa and all these other kind of like Mm -hmm. devices we can talk to but now they also have this like all-seeing eye that kind of handles your whole household and kind of watches you like Big Brother at the same time. The all-seeing eye? Yes, oh, that yes. back. So just seeing how they use those things, it was kind of, it was pretty cool to me because I, I feel like there was, it was real. Yeah, you definitely mm-hmm. can relate to that aspect of the movie. And they I just that. don't understand. <laughs> what don't you understand? I just don't understand. I was so lost I, I mean seriously it's not funny I, <laughs> I I started watching that movie and then I was like wait what's going did I fall asleep because I'm yes. like so lost I'm with you I'm yeah. I mean uh, yeah. I don't know what they were thinking in the 2018 version I feel like they only wanted the burn book concept yeah. because nothing else lined up with the book no. they missed a lot yeah. of like points they should have addressed I do agree with that it's just so weird and I, I don't I don't even know that the well Michael Michael B. Jordan don't know his name Michael <laughs> B. Jordan I swear it's like I don't understand what's up with the audio with his voice it's like almost some something else playing I was like does he have a really soft voice or something because go back and listen to go back and see the movie again negative but go ahead <laughs> I'm not gonna watch that movie again because it just I mean I don't understand the bird saving the world I don't understand so many aspects of it. His wife was non-existent. Non-existent. Um, but she was credited for some reason. And then they added the father concept of... His father oh, liking books. It, it, yeah. it was also a fire. Wasn't he a firefighter? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But he was a real firefighter. Right. right. And he exactly. was in the, the true version of a firefighter yes. before they burned the books. Yeah. So the ones that put just, out fires versus yeah. created them. Yeah. The dynamic of the main character, Montauk. Mm-hmm coming around and having this whole realization of the fact that he's been living in this cloud and then showing the contrast of his wife who didn't really care and is like oh yeah no I'm watching this and all of that just going on and being happy like I love that dynamic Mm -hmm. in the book and by removing her character completely from this 2018 version I feel like they missed the mark of showing his transformation into realizing that he's being duped. Oh, I agree. Because it just seemed like he was just this lonely, young teenager. Not teenager, but like in his 20s, early 30s, that 
wanted to see more and wanted to experience life, but then still was just kind of lonely like, versus seeing right. the contract. Because it was weird. It was so confusing. It really was yeah. because I know in the book, um, him and Clarice's relationship was more of a father daughter daughter relationship because she was so much younger. But in the movie, they had a romantic relationship. So it kind of threw me off. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. Version? They did. Yes. Version? No, the no, 2018. The, the book. 2018 version. Yeah. Remember, she was the informer and... Oh, yeah. yeah. I just... <laughs>
I didn't think Captain. Well. No, I was getting past <laughs> Captain Beatty. But like how they had computers involved in um, the memory of books. How they had to come in and use the axe on the computer and books were digital, mm-hmm. not just paper. Yes. Right? So I do like how they use those little small aspects to change it to be present day. Right. Mm-hmm. So not as a big conceptual difference, but like I do like how they they did take some small aspects and say, hey, you know, we can't just make it burning hard copies of books. You have to be able to find a way because. Most people they used our Kindle yeah. and Audible. The cloud doesn't exist. Right. So yeah. I don't care how many computers you beat up. It's still. They can shut it down. <laughs> they can shut it down. It's that cloud has it. You can't shut down the cloud. What happens with like the little um, uh, the voice that that's the camera that oh, yeah. helps? Oh, like yeah. she when you he said to go dark and he actually didn't go dark or mm-hmm. she actually didn't go dark. That still is the cloud because I feel like she has the cloud information on there. Mm-hmm. Point is, I do like how they made it more, I guess, realistic for today's aspect. Because, I mean, it's really hard to take a book from, like, the 1953 era to put it to today. And I think those little small nuances made it better. It didn't make it, like, you know, good, but it made it better. So I, I'm, I'm with you on the, you know, adapting more modern things and put it, putting them into classic movies so that people can relate. But we still needed the storyline <laughs> the same. I'm thinking, like, the graphics of today, they could have come up with great graphics, especially the mechanical dog. That's what I was waiting for. I that's, was that's waiting for the, the, the freaking dog to come and stab him and pull him back and try to, you know, I was so excited waiting for that. I'm like, well, wait. I just feel like where are this, the where two people, the, the screenplay letters for both, both books or both movies just did not... I don't know. They they missed the mark so bad <laughs> that I was like, what are you getting paid for? Well, the first one got the mark from the 60s. I think the first one was good. It just was. Oh. I mean, yeah, it was good. I, I'm i sorry. I, I recant that. The first one. Yes. You 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 earned your two hundred like dollars. <laughs> Inflation has changed. But now what were you get? You had two references, a book and a movie to play off of. And you missed the mark when you had double the amount of work or help. So for me, when you have a director that wants to change the movie so far from the book, change the name. Mm-hmm. You just change the name. Yeah. Call it Firestarter. Anything. I don't know. <laughs> right. But change the name because for somebody who's read the book, that just is not, it's not cute. It's not cute at all. Yeah. Yeah. And then they can always say stuff like, you know, inspired by. Yes. Or inspired by. The and story. they've done that so many times. So yes. I don't understand why they didn't use that this time. Yeah. It, this should not have been Fahrenheit 551. It should have been Fahrenheit dum dum de dum. Well, it wasn't Fahrenheit 551, but okay. 451. 451. <laughs> Is that how you feel about the book? You just I mean, going to rename it? Uh, yeah. No matter what anybody else says. <laughs> Only thing I really got from this um, last movie is um, I do not want to own an Alexis. Yeah. <laughs> I know she's not going dark. That bitch won't be in my house. I'm sorry. Alexa? Alexa. It's Alexa, and we're not going to call her that uh, B word. B word? Yeah. We're going to recant it. We can't call Alexa. She ain't human. We can call her She ain't Let me tell you something. AI got you. So you keep on calling AI. AI going to turn your car off in the middle of the hole, in the middle of the highway. And next thing you know, it's track a trailer going over top of you. like, what happened? No, you're going to hear Alexa saying, take that B. You want to call me a beep, do you? Hey, that's a plot for a new movie. 
Um, so what do you all think about rating this one? Yeah. Um, I just... <sighs> okay, people, we're going to do some rating. Mm -hmm. We are going to give our first rating on the 1966 version mm -hmm. adaptation. And then we will do our second rating for the 2018 version. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and start. 1966, I thought was spot on. Yes, it was old. The book is old. But at least that director stayed true to the story. And the people that were described in the book to me um, look as the people that were in that movie. So that's right, that's my rating. Full glass. So, for the 1966 I version, I, I give it- Am I allowed to breathe? I, I give it a full glass also, because it did stay true to the book. Even though it was dry and boring, I would never read it again or watch. Thank you, Champagne. Treva. I agree, the 1966 version was a great adaptation and therefore it will get a full glass. And Lynn? I'm scared to give any other rating besides a full glass, <laughs> you know, because of the sharp dagger looks that Ray is giving me. But I actually do agree. I'll give it a full glass. There so the 1966 it. version gets a full bottle. Bam! One more bottle to drink on down, people. All right, now let's move into the 2018 version of this movie. I need to give it a sip. It was horrible. It didn't follow the storyline, and I'm just very disappointed with the adaptation. I give it a half of a glass because I think that the movie itself was bad, but I think that the little small changes they made to portray recent times, I'm gonna give it a little bit more than a sip. So I'll give it half. Uh, the bird alone should have made you give it nothing. Look, you okay, this is my personal sorry. rating. Back up out my brain. Back about my brain. I'm sorry, that's your world. Yes, it's my brain and I live in it. Okay. okay. This is where I'm giving it a sip because it was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and I honestly find any excuse to get more wine, but it was garbage. Yeah, I also give it a sip. Um, it was a waste of my entire life. Okay. Your entire life? My entire <laughs> life. So dramatic. No. Like, who she my is whole life. Who made you this dramatic? Two hours of waste. Waste. Yeah. Which was which was her entire life. Yeah. <laughs> that's my that's our that's my Judge Judy uh, clip. This Judge Judy says this. That I will never get back. Right, basically. I will never get back those. <laughs> on that note, thanks for listening to Yay Guys. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at RewatchWine. Subscribe. Thank you so much for supporting us. Thank you so much, Omni Winery, for this wonderful bottle. Bye.